And Mishnah Dalit. Now, uh, we're going to make a sukkah amongst the trees, but here the trees are going to be uh, the walls and not supports for the floor. Then after that case, we'll have three more kinds of cases. This is a very complex Mishnah. And the second of the four will be talking about Ha'osik B'mitzvah, Patr mitzvah. If you're involved in one mitzvah, you're exempt from the mitzvah of sukkah. Um, then the third case will be talk about mitzvah If a person's sick or otherwise discomforted from the sukkah, he's exempt. And finally, um, we'll talk about Achilles Sarai, eating uh, casual, snacky things outside the sukkah being mutter. Okay, so the Mishnah starts out, it says, Ha'os sukkaso bein ha'ilanos. You make your, if one makes their sukkah amongst the trees, i.e. not supported by the tree, but instead of walls, he has like a thick hedge, you know, or, or trees that effectively act as a hedge to be the walls around the sukkah. And he puts the schach either amongst them or on top of them. The point is that uh, you have, where your walls are, you now have trees. Vahilanus uh, defanosla, and the trees are serving as the wall of the sukkah. Kshira, that's okay. The chiddush is, you might have thought, since uh, there's gazeras against less you can benefit from the tree here too since there's tree branches around and perhaps in your sukkah so you might think the rabbis would let you do that lest you come to pluck off branches or use the branches for hanging things etc but here not the case it's kosher it's okay now the next case now talking about being osik the mitzvah shluche mitzvah people literally people who have been sent to, to do a mitzvah however uh, it means anyone who's involved in doing a mitzvah that takes some time he's going somewhere to do a mitzvah the Bartonur brings a case, for example, of going to visit one's rabbi. Patura Minasukta, they are exempt from sukkah. They're exempt from sukkah um, because of the principle we saw in Brachas a long time ago, Darshan now from the word of Alechta Chavaderech, and then you're going on your way. That a person who's, who's on his way has to do Kriyashma, but if he's on Hashem's way, so to speak, doing a mitzvah, then he's Chayv, then he's Chayv, then he's Pater in other mitzvahs. He's only Chayv in Kriyashma when it's a Lechtacha, your way. But if it's, it would be God's way to doing a mitzvah, you'd be exempt from Kriyashma. So that applies to all mitzvahs that are also a mitzvah. If you're involved in a mitzvah that of, of Hashem, then Pater in a mitzvah, then you're exempt from other mitzvahs. So if here the person's going to do a mitzvah, like for example, visiting his Rebbe on Yom Tov, so then he'd be exempt from the other mitzvah of Sukkah. Now, it's a big machlokas. We're showing them how far we go on this. According to Rashi and the Ran Meiri, uh, basically this holds the, the whole time that you're on the way. I.e., even if you're, you stop to rest or sleep overnight, and therefore you're not progressing, and therefore you're not doing the mitzvah, you're not advancing the mitzvah, still you're exempt, because it's part of your mitzvah process, you're exempt of sleeping in a sukkah. In fact, the, the uh, Mordechai goes so far as to say, if it's just that you are... Um, going to get a bad night's sleep which will have some impact on your fulfillment of the mitzvah then, then, then you're exempt from the mitzvah of uh, you're exempt of the mitzvah of, of uh, sukkah according to Tosos however uh, the din is that uh, you're only exempt from one mitzvah in as much as it, it, it prevents you from doing a second mitzvah so if you can do both you have to do both so here Tosos agrees that if you're going to do a mitzvah you're exempt from sukkah but as soon as you stop the rest stay over for the night if you're going to be sleeping over in the sukkah so then um, you are sorry if you're going to be sleeping over and not progressing then you'll have a chiv to make a sukkah and sleep in it and with Tosos is also the Rosh and the Ritva um, the Ramah however Paskins like Rashi that uh, once you're involved in one mitzvah, you're totally exempt um, from another mitzvah, so you wouldn't need to go sleep in a sukkah at night, even though you're not making any you know, forward progress. Um, of course, it'd be nice in the chachil if you could sleep in a sukkah also, but the, your, your pater and there's no strict obligation to do so. Okay? Now, the next case the Mishnah is going to talk about a person who's, who's uh, inconvenienced or discomforted by the sukkah. It says, cholin, if a person's sick, and the people who are Mishamesh who attend to the sick person, but Turim in a sukkah, they're exempt from sukkah. 
The reason why a chol is, is exempt from a sukkah is, uh, I'm actually not going to learn like the, the bartender over here, is that anybody, because uh, the bartender is very difficult, uh, anybody who, the Mishnah says, Basukos Teishvu, you will dwell inside of a sukkah. That's a pasuk of Vayikra, Chav Gimel, And therefore, the, the drush of the Gemara is, is Teishvu came to Duru, you have to live in your sukkah as you live in your home, regular home. So anytime where, you, where you'd be inconvenienced to the point that you'd leave your regular Diras Keva, your, your normal home, to go to an alternate location, so you'd be exempt from the sukkah as well. Now, that's the standard, and that the Pashas applies despite the Bartonura saying differently, uh, that Bapash applies equally to if you're, the, your exemption, your discomfort is because you're sick and you have a headache and it's bothering you or you're cold or you have a fever, whatever it is. Or if there are other issues like, for example, it smells bad or there are insects and so on. Gamora brings those examples. Um, the standard is going to be if you leave your dearest keva, your fixed home where you usually live, to go elsewhere, you'd be exempt from your sukkah as well. I just want to speak out in terms of figuring out, apply, applying this principle. Th- there's often not just a reason that you want to leave your house, but also an impediment to going elsewhere. In other words, I don't care how sick you feel, you're probably very unlikely to go ask your neighbor to sleep in their, in their guest house, you know, into, into their, their guest room, because that's, you don't want to impose on them. But the standard would be, I guess, if you have two houses next door to each other, it's not inconvenient to go from A to B, particularly, but you have your dearest keva where, where you normally live, and then you have your guest house, let's say. So at what point would you say, listen, I'm the situation in my current house where my, you know, my wardrobe is and my toothbrush is where I'm normally comfortable used to living in, um, at what point would you say, you know, I'm leaving this place because it's uncomfortable and I'll go rather sleep elsewhere in, into my not usual house of, of residence? Because your sukkah has to be your dearest, your, like your dearest keva, came to Duru, you have to live it as if it'd be your house and therefore you wouldn't leave it under normal circumstances unless you'd be inconvenienced. So, then it will be. If a person has a headache and, you know, it's because it's cold in the sukkah and it's bothering him in the sukkah, and just like in his house, if he had a headache and he didn't have, you know, a window in his bedroom and the draft was blowing in, if you say, listen, this is ridiculous, I have a house next door, I'll just go live in that house till I fix the window, then he'd be exempt from the sukkah as well, and the same with the heat and the air conditioning and the insects and the smell and so on. Okay. As far as the Bartonura, basically, Bartonura, I can't even explain it particularly, I'll read it to you, and you can see for yourself. The Bartonura says, Cholon umishamshe and Peturin, sick people and those who attend to the sick people are Pater from the Sukkah. Vafila Bacholi Koldehu, he says, doesn't matter how sick you are, any amount of sickness is an exemption from the Sukkah. Vahai, Deshari Levato Mitzvah, Ase, Shel Torah, Mepnei Choli. Because look, he says, it's permissible to be Mevatal Mitzvah Ase, a positive commandment, to annul it. Mepnei Choli, Koldehu, from any amount of sickness. So he seems to learn that this is a general tour of any mitzvahs ase. If you're sick, you're exempt from it. I don't really know the base of that halacha. I'm not familiar with where he's coming from, to be honest. Um, and therefore, um, I just don't know what to say about that. It's certainly not the case, la halacha, that if you have a headache, you can't say, you can't say well, I have a headache, I'm not going to get a shofar being blown, because it bothers my head. But uh, that seems to be what the, what the Bartonera seems to be saying over here. Okay, fine. Now, as far as Umisham Shehen, the assistants who are coming to, you know, the assistant who's attending to the sick person, the reason why they're exempt, the Pasha says, because it's also hosted by mitzvah, patam in a mitzvah, whatever mitzvah is that this, you know, whatever technical mitzvah it is that the person who's helping a sick person is doing, the fact that he's there and necessary to help the sick person, whether it's, you know, Osam al Damrecha, whether it's, you know, Lidamat Vedracha, being like Hashem, whether it's whatever the mitzvah chesed is, so, the fact that you're assisting the sick person um, makes you be an osuk of mitzvah, and therefore you're patvah mitzvah, and you can be exempt from sleeping in the sukkah. Okay? And finally, the last case of the Mishnah is talking about eating and drinking. It says, Ochlin v'shosin arai, you may eat or drink in a 
casual manner, chutz sukkah, outside of your sukkah. Now, what does it mean to be a casual manner? So the Bartanura says, based on the run, that it's a snack, any kind of little snack you'd eat, that's okay. Um, Tosfos learns that it means an amount of mazonas less than a kabeza, an X amount. Um, and that indeed is how the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, as long as you're eating less than a kabeza worth of grain, you can eat outside your sukkah. And the Rambam says sort of a kabeza plus or minus, I guess, because different people have different, I don't know, different sized people have slightly different measurements and what makes them a snack for them. Um, in any case, halachal maisa, a person may eat any non baked grain type food um, outside the sukkah in other words he can eat fruits and vegetables he can drink liquids without a problem outside the sukkah there's a big machlokas what's with drinking wine outside the sukkah so therefore a person should probably avoid that if he can um, although it's a question if he inside the sukkah if it's a chiv to have in the sukkah and to say a bracha we don't say a bracha for drinking wine a leishiv the sukkah um, however the Rambam uh, famously says that uh, even if a person is machmer in himself, we'll see actually the next Mishnah where that comes from, to even not drink outside of a sukkah, tavolo bracha, that's a great thing, very praiseworthy. <clears throat> and therefore, some people are indeed machmer to not even um, take a sip of water outside the sukkah. That, however, is not the din, nikra din. Uh, this is all when it comes to eating. However, the other essential ingredients of, of uh, what a person does in his home, besides eating, is sleeping. And there, there's no din of awry, there's no such thing as just a little nap that you can do outside your sukkah. Um, the Gemara explains that even a little bit of a little nap could sometimes refresh you totally, and therefore, um, ignoring the exemptions of a mitzvah, a person has to sleep any amount, even little naps. There's no little minimum amount where he can get out of it. He must always do the sleeping inside his sukkah.